All right. Tell the story. Tell the story. Tell the story. For YouTube, Mahal has taken over the podcast chair. She's now with us. There she is. Anyway, <sighs> Hi, bitch. Gabby and I have never experienced a better exhale than at Jesse Erzurl's Mad Happy Meditation event because let me tell you, it was not your average yoga loud exhale. It, it was, was not a shy crowd. Room guttural. Dude, one person was doing scales. You hear that shit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I heard it. Yeah. I was like, oh, trauma to get out the body, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we said it to Jesse too after, and he was like, "Yeah, not a shy crowd." I was like, "Not a shy crowd." You could tell when people are like from the world, <laughs> you know. Uh, go listen to his episode. It's so good. <laughs> it's one of I'm our like, best. Let's plug, let's plug everything while we can. It's truly one of our best. And while you're at it, go sign up for a big quiet meditation lesson. Let's plug him too. Facts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're really turning into like plug queens. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I feel like that probably like, has a really queens? sexual. Yeah. <laughs> like it has a really sexual connotation. And I heard it as it was coming out of my mouth. But I committed. I committed. You know, I was sent to butt plug. I don't think you told me that. I was sent one. I have not. You haven't tried it yet? I yet used it. Mm-mm. I'll circle back. You best believe I'll circle back when I do. <laughs> I, just, I was moving my mom yesterday, the day before, I don't know, and my sister Sophie was there. And one of them, I don't know what they were talking about, but one of them was like, yeah, does anyone need poppers? Or does anyone want some mm. poppers? And she, my mom was like, oh my God, yeah. And I just looked at them and started cracking up. They have no clue what it was. I had to pull up an article, yeah. explain it to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, because that's naturally how we do things. She was like, do you stick it up your asshole? I was like, no, you... Okay, it's fine. We won't. You said, don't worry. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be the one to explain it. It's fine. Wow. I almost made a really inappropriate joke, but then I remembered we were recording. Everyone, I think I've said it on here, but like Meadow is my um, gauge for what's really inappropriate to say on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I almost made one of those jokes, but I didn't. We so love those jokes. Here's the thing is like, we really live for those jokes. By those there, jokes, I mean There is that line, but there is, there's always that line. Do you know what though? There is that line. And that is the perfect segue for what we're going to start this oh episode Oh my God, it really about. is. I didn't even think about it. Wow. We really Natural did segues. a really, we did a really good job of segueing until we we're going to talk about it because some people are sensey. Okay. Some oh, people. Boy, are they. Some people are sensey. And okay, stay with me, team. Take the floor. Stay with me here. So we posted a TikTok that people were not happy about. Okay. I made a joke on Chris Clemens' episode about my family being too busy escaping communism. And some people, by the way, I thought it was hilarious. Some people had a fucking conniption. Okay. Honestly, for me, fun to watch people just fight themselves in the comments because thank you so much. Thank cares? you so much. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Half the comments were like, "That's my family," ha ha ha. Because like, I feel like whenever I post TikToks about like me being loud and like funny things about my they family, hit. half the people they hit. Okay, and half the people like them, half the people don't. So half the people were like, "That's my family," and then the other half the people fucking came for my throat <laughs> in the comments. Okay, half the comments were like entitled rich girl from Miami or like girl who doesn't understand history. Those were some of, those were some of the fun ones. So, so here's the thing. Both of my families, both of my families, I have one family, both Both of my parents. Yes. Thank you. Both of my parents and their families fled Cuba. Okay. Because people were super curious about the dates in the comments as well. My dad left in 1959. Yeah. My dad left in 1959. My mom left in 61. My mom and her brother were sent without their parents. Their parents didn't join them for another year. Okay. What Castro did to Cuba and its people is a fucking atrocity. Okay. He created a state of fear that not only broke apart families, murdered those who opposed him. My dad literally watched his best friend's dad get publicly executed and completely impoverished Cuba and his people. Okay. He was a fucking oppressive communist dictator. So with that said, I am not sure if people in the comments were mad that I essentially like minimized the mass atrocities and murders committed by Castro and like put it all under the blanket of communism. Like maybe I should have said like oppressive dictatorship. In a 20 second TikTok. Right. So that's number one. Or if they were saying that what happened in Cuba under Castro is a good thing, which I do know that some people were saying. Someone commented something along the lines of like, 
oh no, teaching poor people to read and write, what a mm-hmm. scary thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that comment is the comment that fucking infuriated me the most because also that same person also, I'm pretty sure commented on like my lack of understanding of Cuban history. And I 10 out of 10 guarantee you this person's not Cuban. Oh, what this person is referring to is Castro's role, or what I think they're referring to is Castro's role in educating thousands of Africans in Cuba and bringing healthcare to Cuba, which by the way, for the average Cuban is fucking abysmal. Okay. I understand that there's nuance in everything, right? Like that's, that's, that's what the show is literally about. It's mm-hmm. literally what the show is about. So many people were in support of Castro during his revolution, people in my family included, because of everything that he promised. But what he promised and what actually happened, deeply different situations, mm-hmm. which we see with dictatorships and often with these communist regimes. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. But I'm aware that there is nuance in everything. Castro could have achieved positive things and still have been a fucking monster. And those two are not mutually exclusive situations. Okay. Mass executions happened. Increased surveillance happened. Purging of people's assets happened. It was normal. People were left with nothing. Okay. He was a violent dictator. He stripped Cuba and its people of all that they had. And I find it fucking hilarious that people came from my throat as much as they did in the comments. And let me tell you, the shit about me being privileged, okay, sent me to another level. Because were both of my parents in a place of privilege that they were able to flee? Absolutely. But that was their scenario. That was their story. I am only here. I'm one human being telling you guys the story of my family. This is not the oppression Olympics. Okay. Both sides of my family left with absolutely nothing. And both sides of my family were forced to rebuild in countries that were not their homes. So yes, for those coming from my throat in the comments, I did grow up privileged in Miami. Thank you for yelling that at me. I grew up privileged thanks to a single mother who worked her fucking ass off to make sure that we never had to experience what she did. So I just need everybody to get over it. Please, please. And like, I could literally talk about this forever and ever and ever, but I was like, Meta, we have to talk about it on the podcast because it, first of all, infuriated me so much. And second of all, I was just like, people are like really dumb. And I think that's what I'm starting to realize with TikTok. And I said it to Meadow before we started posting on TikTok. I was like, TikTok's a different place. Like mm-hmm. it's a different beast. Comments on here are, they hit very different. Mm-hmm. And people are fucking aggressive. And we were mentally prepared, but I don't think I was mentally prepared for it to like come from like something about my family's experience. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to come on here and take a little second and share my piece because it really made me mad. Thanks for really clearing that up. It was so confusing. You were so welcome. It was yeah. so confusing that he was a horrible person. I know. It really reminds me of how the week before I learned that lesson when posting a TikTok on gun reform and the person said, mm-hmm. so you're telling me your friend is an elementary schooler? And I went, oh, <laughs> deductive reasoning skills? Like you, mm. you just critical thinking just never, never occurred to you that no. I, there's so many mass shootings that I was only talking about the one that just happened. 12 hours ago versus the what? what? Like it, TikTok comments are a different piece, but it's, it is fun though. Cause I will say, I think I was able, at least I hope I was able to support you in that experience because one, I had just had that. And two, I had one comment on mine that infuriated me. And it was kind of my first instance of this. Cause listen, we are not girlies with numbers. Okay. We are new to this life. We are new to this <laughs> we world. Are so new. we're experiencing this in real time. But I, I feel like just the week before I had learned the lesson of like, oh, these comments are fun because like, look at where we're going. We've got new eyes on us, new people on us. They don't agree with us. Like mm-hmm. nothing about us is personal. It says everything on them. So I was really trying to help reframe and hold that perspective of you. Cause I was like, Gabby, the comments no, are yeah, so bad job. that it's fu- like, it's, it's clearly so misinformed and like so missing the mark that it's just, it's laughable to me. So I was really like, trying to help reframe that. Yeah. It was just, it was honestly laughable. And it was like, it was just, not only are people like morons, but then also like the ones that were coming at me for like, oh, she doesn't understand her history. I'm like, I grew up in Miami, Florida. Do you think that I don't understand? What's the Cuban, Cuban population history? there? 80? <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But like, I, you're telling me that I don't understand it. And what I said to Meadow before we started recording is like, obviously I grew up with a skewed perspective, right? Like we all grow up in some sort of a bubble. And I grew up in Miami surrounded by Cubans who fled. So I Mm -hmm. understand that there's people in the world who get a piece of history and are like, oh, Castro introduced this and this. Great. 
he can still have also been like publicly executing people on the streets and stripping his own people of their fucking resources and livelihoods. They're not mutually exclusive team. Hitler painted. <laughs> Great artist, just, that guy. Just saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> and we're not comparing. We are before no, that. Just oh get my that God. We are not <laughs> comparing Castro and Hitler. Please. If your deductive reasoning skills have not tapped in yet, we're not comparing them. It was a joke slash example of nuance. Listen to the pod. Get to know us. You'll get to know the humor. Tune in, You'll babes. get to know the humor. Tune in. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening to my spiel. We needed to clear that up because it was infuriating. I'm, and I'm still stoked that our TikToks are getting numbers big enough that people are just saying mean that. Like, that's, I mean, I told you when my, my best friend Becky works at Chanel and when she first started there and got promoted, people were like, oh, she's, you know, the nephew of so-and-so. And like, we're making up all these rumors and she like, was talking to me like upset about it. And I was like, bitch, you're doing such a good job that it was impossible for these feeble little minds to wrap their head around it, that they have to make up a scenario in which it was handed to you. Like literally off. No, literally, literally. And it's like, I have spent, like I called my mom to talk to her about it. And I was like, and she started laughing so hard when I was like the, the like, Oh, entitled rich girl. Yeah. And like, I don't even want to say the first thing that came out of her mouth because people are going to come for me again. But like, (laughs) it was just like, my mom worked so fucking hard. I mean, put herself through school, literally like just fucking worked herself to the bone to like give my sister and I the experience that we had growing up. And like, we grew up comfortably, but obviously my, my mom's like perspective of like what rich Act, quote unquote actually is is very different than like how we grew up like we grew up comfortably do not get me wrong okay like went to private school grew up comfortably but like that was her like laughing because she was like, like I don't understand like why people are coming for you in like about like your upbringing she's like also by the way you didn't control that and I was like yes thank you yes thank you I'm aware but like I don't know I just the, the privilege shit always gets me because like I always feel like I am pretty good at checking my own privilege you're muted, babe. Sorry, we paused because Mahal's screaming. Yeah. But we were talking off camera because I was trying to ask Gabby when your mom, sorry, kind of a harsh segue for you now, but when your mom even came to America. Yeah. She, so, she, was, yeah. she didn't even go straight to Miami. No, like neither of my 20s. parents did. Yeah. My dad went to Ecuador um, and my mom went to Puerto Rico and then Venezuela and then Miami. So I think she got to Miami when she was like, yeah, like. 18 like because then she went to she yeah. went she put herself through um um but my timing could be a little off on when she got to miami yeah but i was just curious when did she did she grow up speaking english at the same time or did she learn when she got here got here um she she went to like a summer camp that i believe like that's where she like started to really like learn it i mean she was taught mm-hmm. it in school in puerto rico because in puerto rico i mean puerto rico's right obviously um so they teach English at the schools there but like she had a really thick accent until she was like later in life and now her she just would never know no she really is like which sometimes makes me sad and that's a whole other conversation of like assimilation and and that whole thing um they they take it out of you yeah my mom got a real kick out of out of the comments out of it oh I bet you did you tell your dad your no, dad would have some honestly, funny shit to say. He, we will tell him when you meet him when you go to Miami with me because he's going to go honestly, off about it for it was, an hour. That's why I just haven't had the time, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to listen to the full recap of history that I already understand. So, <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to bring it up when we go. By the way, we're doing a bestie trip to Miami. Oh yeah, Meadow and Maddie are coming with me to Miami, and neither of them have ever been. And I just feel like I've been once. Oh, that's right. You've been once, but not really. You went for work. Not really. Yeah, exactly. It was work, not play. You went for work and not, not, I wasn't there. So you've never been to Miami it, it, in my it's, book. It's n- I truly have not really been to Miami. It's going to be great. Except for the croquettes that you did send me to that I cannot get out of my brain. That's We're all I've go. thought about since we've realized. Yeah. Oh, we have to. That's like 10 minutes. I want a tour. I want to, I would mom. like to taste every best croquetta around yeah. and then decide which is my preferred. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyway, what are you unpacking? <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I, feel like my brain, I feel like my brain fried. It was like I that? was just prepping yeah. for the Cuba thing. And then I was like, all right, bye. Hey, later. Um, do you want to go first? I feel like I've just been listening to myself talk for 16 minutes. I guess, yeah. Um, I'm kind of unpacking more of what we want to talk about later today. Oh, so do you But want I was me telling to go Gabby, 
No, it's okay. Yeah, I just, because yeah. we'll circle back around because it's all of our shit is always relevant to each other. But I really am unpacking this in real time. So I haven't really thought about how I want to like say this directly on the pod, but like your girl gets a lot of trauma dump messages. I get yeah. messages from people that I don't know for years. It's happened for years, right? But it's just happening a little bit more and more because now people listen on the pod, and, which I was trying to explain to Gabby. It's like part of me feels so fucking stoked that we create this environment that feels safe and like people can come to us because that's literally like, all I honored. ever want in the we're world. We're literally honored that you feel like you can come to us. But when there's no warning, no message, I have no relationship with you. And it's detail after detail of like everything you're going through, what's going on and all this hopelessness and this, this, it like paragraphs along. Yeah. It's so deeply inappropriate. And I'm like, it's so not fair to kind of put on people that don't know you and have no, you have no idea what's going on with them and what's going on in their lives and how it may or may not relate. And you have no relationship with this person. And like, also maybe looking at where you're getting, I love that you're curious and getting advice and tidbits of us, but like, you don't, it's just this, We. it's just, but I feel, but then part of me is like, but this is what I, I do want to always support and uplift people, but not in the way that you just get to like attack me with your trauma mm-hmm. and I just deal with it and then like stop my whole day to face. It's just, ugh, they've just been getting to me. I mean, listen, I've seen the messages and I have been sent messages, but nothing mm-hmm. on the scale of what Meadow gets sent. And it's, you said a couple of key things. Like number one is like, there's no warning. There's no like, do you have the space for this? Or like trigger warning, I'm about to list out things that like you went through also. And Which I don't think people always know because I don't list every single trauma okay, I have and there's a lot fair. of them. So I run the gamut. So I don't think people know that, but it's like, yeah, keep going. But no, yeah, there's there's no trigger warning involved. There's no, you know, can you hold the space? Like Meadow is not a therapist, nor is Meadow your therapist, mm-hmm. frankly. and. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's like it, there's a weird fine line because like we want to create this environment where people feel safe and feel like people feel like they can talk to us, but that is more so leaning into like the peer support model of it. The the and DMs I was gonna say we also getting, do. We also if do. If it was a group chat girly, I would I would be there all day helping you unpack it because I have yeah. a relationship with you. We're talking on the internet. We're friends. You like you support me. I support you. Right. Keep going. But you also didn't do like a oh guys ask me anything on your Instagram that like warranted those questions, right? Where like you're calling them in. And I don't think we've ever said on here like trauma dumped to us in our DMs. Like, in fact, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. In fact, in fact, don't. In fact, don't. <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok of the girl that was like, I never said I was nice. In fact, I've actually said quite the opposite. Oh, it was Drew. That's Drew's TikTok. Is it? Oh my God, that's so funny. Where it's like, I, I, you know, we, we actually yeah. have never told you to trauma dump to us in our DMs. In fact, please stop because it's inappropriate and it puts us, particularly Meadow, because she gets way more of them than I, did, than I do, like in a really fucking tough position. And I get really defensive like yeah, when it comes to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because I it's frustrating you and you hold so much space for our, all of us, the people that you love and the people that you have in your life so like effortlessly and you do it so much already that like then well, it's literally strangers- my job so it's like i if i'm going on me sh- social media for fun or to do something later it's like it's my job to get paid to do this all day long and then you just get to accost me in the dms for free and it- demand my attention it's not like it's not like you when you were running the hotline for local optimus exactly exactly like that's Ooh, what the hotline nose. is for do you know what i mean and exactly. like we we are happy to point you in the right direction and i guarantee you might correct me if i'm wrong in saying this but like i guarantee that whoever is sending these trauma dumpy type of messages, instead of saying that and just giving a one-liner of like, hey, I'm going through it. Do you have any resources that I could go to? She'd be happy to fucking direct you towards them. Oh, and that's that's never included in any of these. And if I ever get those, I send them back. I love resources. I send you resources all day. Right. I have a fuzz that I'm like, if you're watching the YouTube That's video, okay. The, yeah, the YouTube... I just, my nose, you know, when your nose, my nose is so dry recently, my nose like split. I feel like that, always, my nose is perpetually oh. ripping. I swear just to God. Have, like little fuzzies everywhere. <laughs> Both of I don't us know just what it is. Apes. <laughs> yeah, literally. But yes. But that's I'm on boundary setting. Thank you. I'm inser- asserting boundaries, which is new for because, me. Because, yeah, we've been talking about this for a minute. So I'm glad that you actually finally brought it up because it needed to be Thank said. Thank you. It just, yeah. And and like I said, I'm still going to find my, I, it's not to say like, don't ever DM me about oh, things no, or please. ask questions. Like, but just like be a little mindful of it. Just be a little more I mindful think it of just, it. 
you know, it goes back to everything we say on here. Deductive reasoning skills. Deductive quite reasoning important. skills. The more Honestly, I move through life, made the me... more I realize people lack. Did I, that's it. We're taught. It's it's so sad though because people really are taught to think in a certain trajectory, which is why the whole point of the pod once again is nuance because our whole thing is like, oh, you know what? I saw this in my notes the other day. Damon Dominique is a YouTuber that I'm fucking obsessed with. Everyone go watch his content. He's incredible. Please come on the podcast. Um, <laughs> he ask. said something once that I literally wrote down in my notes and it was question everything, that every decision that was made before you got there. Mm. Which in, not in like a defiant way, in like a curiosity right. way. Like what's been going on? What happened? Why'd we make this decision? Who's been there? Why? From what perspective? Well, what did they go through? Like just approach things with curiosity, baby. Do you know what that reminds me of, of what we said to Natalie Joy when she came on the podcast of people think that Natalie was born at the age that she got famous? Yes. Wow. Totally, totally, totally. It reminds me of that. Where they're like, Meadow's a mental health professional. Meadow has a mental health podcast. Meadow helps brands with mental health. I can talk to Meadow about my mental health. Mm -hmm. The math ain't math and babes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not. Perfectly said. Also, Natalie, I miss Natalie. Come back on the pod too, Natalie. What are you unpacking? A lot. I mean, I feel like the universe is trolling the shit out of me these days. (laughs) Like, (laughs) wait, wait, wait. First of all, it is. (laughs) No, like it. Also, I got that text message at 2.22 a.m., which was also like just added insult to injury in like a really fun way. Just wanted to throw that (laughs) Where it was like, Tell yeah, we story. are. You are. You are correct. We are trolling you. Like, uh, yo, I. Okay. <laughs> you haven't talked about any of this, by the way, on the pod. I have never talked about this on the podcast. You're actually correct. So people think that I share a lot on here. I sure don't. I sure don't. Okay, so I had an ex who had a name, obviously, <laughs> as we all do. As we all do. We broke up. The guy that I started hooking up with after him happened to have the same name. Happened to have the same name. Happens. It happens. Funny. We all la- had a good had laugh. Had a good laugh. Like the man was never even saved in my phone. Called him 2.0. Yeah. yeah. Like his his name and my phone to this day are just his initials because like it was just funny to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was enough. That was enough of that name. By the way, it's a random name. Okay. It's right. not like his name is like, I don't know, Jake. Right? Yeah. Right. So... <laughs> I go out last weekend. I've been in quite the mood when it comes to romance lately, which I will also talk about later. But I have just been, I've just been like annoyed at everything. So last weekend I went out and in my head, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a good weekend. It's 4th of July weekend, which like we weren't celebrating, but like long weekend. We're drinking out of defiance, not camaraderie. Which means like on a Sunday night I was going out. Anyway, I'm out and I see this really cute guy. We keep making eye contact, whatever, whatever. And it goes on. Anyway, guy comes up to me, asks me for my number. And we were talking. I'm fast forwarding for the sake of the pod. I go, what's your name? <laughs> Wouldn't you believe that it's the same name as one, variation two, number three. one and variation number two? <laughs> now has variation number three. It's like COVID. Oh my God, it really is. Like it. He said it, and I was like, mm. "That's it, bye." <laughs> Just mm-hmm. turns around, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it gets worse. If you couldn't believe that it gets worse, it gets worse. I leave. I'm in the car. I'm going home with Cardo, who's like one of my best friends. Cardo and I are just cracking up in the car. He's like, "Bro, Honestly. like, I can't believe this is fucking happening to you. Like, this is just a joke. Like, it's just a right. joke at this point." I get a text from number three, Mans. from Mans I just met. Saying like, hey, it's with his first and last name because he hadn't told me his last name yet. Homeboy's last name has the first, the first three letters <laughs> of his last name are the first three letters of the last name of number two. <laughs> okay. So oh, this was so just. Funny. He literally has no. to be number three in your phone. No, I haven't saved his number yet. Um, no. He hasn't earned that place, but. Can I just tell you that this is the part that I left out too of the universe trolling me? And it's been trolling me since day fucking one. When I met number two, the first time I went to number two's house, I was pulling up to his street and the cross street 
was oh, my, ex, my exes. So yeah. number one's legal name because his name that. that all these three have is his nickname. It's not his actual first name. And his actual first name, which is even more rare of a oh, fucking absolutely. name, was the goddamn street sign. Fucking, it's not metal art, perpendicular. But it's yep, perpendicular to this guy's fucking street. It's just too much. So the universe has been trolling me for a, almost a full calendar year. I told my mom, and she literally laughed hard, and she was like, "Maybe the universe is just trying to point you in, in in the direction of the right one, of like the right one with that name." And I was like, "No, ma. No, no. ma. No, no." It's just the we're just the universe is laughing at you till you learn the lesson. Remember that one? <laughs> I think I've learned it. I think I've been snapped in the face. I now, think I've been oh, hit with a fucking semi truck. I have. Oh, now you have. Yeah. I have learned it. So anyway, I feel like the universe is trolling me. And that's all to say that lately I've been going through, I feel like I've been confronted with healing that I wasn't aware I needed to heal. Yeah. I wasn't ready. I wasn't yeah. quite ready for this type of healing, which mm-hmm. is honestly really sweet because I realized today that I've been fucking going through it lately the past month. And last week was my four-year anniversary for Hoffman or three year. <gasps> Wow. Three year. So I went in 2019. That's a poignant. Three years. Cool. Yeah. No, that's 2018. Poignant, I went in 2018. Uh, I went in 2018. I went in 2018. Three years. Okay. Um, like sh- visual or message to you of like how far your healing has come. Like, I mean, it never ends. So it sucks when you're like, oh shit, that's a new trigger. Like I'm I mean, triggered by yeah, that. Oh great. That's I've more come. to do. But like, look yeah. at what you're working through versus what you were working through then. Like, that's oh. cool. That monumental. I mean, there's, 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 monumental but also there's the, what I'm working through now I think is like the nitty 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 gritty that I didn't even get the opportunity to really unpack at Hoffman because I was dredging through so Going much in other stages. Shit. Exactly. So exactly. I think it's like the root of everything else. Right. Um which you know we'll maybe share when it's not so much of a gaping fucking wound. There we <laughs> <laughs> oozing <laughs> oozing blood. Oozing, gushing. Wound. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, but you know what? I, I got happy acupuncture. Happy anniversary. Thanks. I, or three, three year. Yeah, three year. Three year, sorry. I got, um, uh, not me fucking like getting you on a technicality when you're trying to congratulate me. I need to stop. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I'm, I'm tapping out. We just worked through it though. I get it. Keep going. Um, oh, but I got acupuncture. And Love acupuncture. It was, it was like a five senses sort of acupuncture, which I want to talk about more. I'm going to my second session tomorrow. So We'll unpack it on the pod later. But the point is that she basically was like, you're going to feel a lot of feels. It had to do a lot with like my emotions. It was like we basically did a therapy session before we actually did acupuncture. The, when I tell you that I sobbed that night, this was last week. I haven't cried that hard since my last breakup a year ago. Yeah. Like yeah. I have not cried that type of cry, like judgment-free zone type of cry. And yeah. I, I Meadow told me yesterday, she's like, you just got to move through the feelings, babes. You just got to let them come, let them feel them. And I was like, is this what it feels like to feel feelings. Cause I, it's the worst. Kind of hate it. That's why we all have to fucking talk about it and do it together. Cause it's the worst. But let me tell you, the more that you start doing that as a practice and lean into them. And then like, as they arise, you start noticing it and you go, fine, fucking feel it, feel it now, feel it now. Cause it just moves through quicker. Like a contraction. It's like, it, they, they, it really does only get easier. So like the first, when you first dive into it, it's the worst, but yeah, that whole outline that I sent you, I was, mm-hmm. um, Sending to another friend that was going through, uh, I don't want to feel the heavy feelings as well. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll post something about it. Yeah. It's just, just, you got to make the space to do it because if that fucking shit gets stored in your body, I swear to God, that was me reading the DM. I read, I read the most recent Mm. one and was just like, like itchy, like, like, yes, you just feel it go through your body. And I was like, oh, okay. Boundary. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I it. I mean, I got sick. I haven't gotten sick in a long time. Oh yeah, I got you did. Sick. My neck was fucked up. Like yeah. these feelings were trying to escape my body in any way possible. The body keeps but the boundaries, school, baby. But boundaries. I want to talk about boundaries. We listen to a we, good. Yeah, we listen to a good podcast on boundaries. Um. Yes, we listened to a good, well and good episode about boundaries. We'll put it in the show notes. Um. And we learned a lot. I want to play a little clip for you guys right now. Cue the clip. Mina had this to share. It seems as if the word no is this cruel thing. It's like a cuss word. (laughs) We think that if we tell someone no, that it's the end of the world. It brings up anxiety. It brings up guilt. It brings up so many issues. 
Learning to say no is one fundamental part of erecting boundaries. Another way of erecting healthy boundaries is by teaching people how to show up in relationship with you, teaching people how to be in relationship with you. And so sometimes we have these rules for what that looks like. And so if I'm in conversation with someone and they start screaming at me, my boundary will be, please don't scream at me while we're having a conversation. Maybe that's something I'll say to my partner, right? Recognizing we have to be the ones to teach people what it looks like to be in relationship with us. Great. Cut. There's a clip. (laughs) Which also, Mina B is a therapist that I have adored Mm. on the social medias for years, who even, I think she came on Local Optimist either while I was there or right when I was leaving. So I didn't even get to talk to her, unfortunately. So we'll have to get her on the podcast. But Mina B is so cool. And she had so many poignant takeaways about boundaries that I took from it. But do you, would you like to begin? Where do you no, want to you start? You go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Well, one of my, one of my, the lessons that hit me the hardest, cause I was like, oh man, yeah, have I been through that was the whole idea of if you don't respect your own boundaries, no one's going to respect them for you. Mm. And we all know that I'm the resident people pleaser here. And I was kind of sharing with someone recently who was like asking my advice for boundaries and struggling with boundaries. How I was like, you realize I went to, I've told this on the pod, I think I went to therapy when I was 17 because my older brother killed himself. My dad died. My younger brother sent to lockdown facilities. Everything in my life is burning down. And I went, maybe I should talk to someone. And I went, and what did I do? I impact how fucked up my friendships were and how I had no backbone and no boundaries for two and a half years. So one, you never know what you're going in for, really. You never know what's coming up. But two, like, my God, like, did I use making other people's problems my own as a distraction from my own life so much to the point that it was like, oh, my God, was it sad. And so learning, especially in friendships for me, like how to set back. But I guess that's interesting, though, because I guess I didn't really intentionally ever go into like you and Maddie are my most recent best friends. I never went into a friendship with you guys being like, I set boundaries now. But I think... (laughs) me just explaining to you guys, you knowing me so well and me being like, yeah, boundaries is always something I'm working on. Like you all hold me accountable for well, them you've said it. You've said it from the beginning of like, I am not good at setting boundaries and I'm working on doing it. But I do, to your credit though, like it is, I find at least in my personal life, way more difficult to send boundaries with people that you've known for way longer because they oh, don't expect absolutely. that behavior out of you. Like I remember oh, talking about If you've about been it. a friend for years and then you bring that up, people are gonna be like, whoa, whoa, it's whoa, hard. this it's is hard. not the deal. Like, yeah. A lot of friendships in my life have shifted because of it and have changed. And like, it's sometimes sad. And like, I remember I was yeah. talking about it with one of my friends where I was like, you've always been this way and no one gets mad at you. And she's like, yeah, because I've always been that way. You haven't. Exactly. You were always available. You were always whatever. And now you're like, not. And mm-hmm. it hits different. And people get upset mm-hmm. because they they mm-hmm. put an expectation on you. And you put that expectation out there because it's how you were behaving for however many years. So it is difficult to set boundaries with people in your life that like you've known forever. Let's get specific. How Do we have any tips on if you're going to set a boundary with a friendship you've had for 12 years and now all of a sudden you have a new boundary, how to implement it in a way that hopefully goes well because usually it's really hard? I will circle back when I have that conversation and it actually works out because <laughs> um, I have a couple. I mean, yeah. I mean, go go ahead. You're a tip queen. I, I think I have like one. Mine, my, I think this is can, can kind of be generalized too, but my whole thing is like as long as you're communicating from your own place and your own perspective and with love and empathy and everything, but just being truthful about your own shit, I think it's cool. So I think rather than just kind of like throwing the behavior out there, like if it's a behavior, say, Mm -hmm. without any explanation, like bringing your friends in on the journey and being like, hey, I've been working through boundaries recently, like how I am with you guys. Hey, I've been Mm -hmm. working through boundaries recently. I'm trying to hold these more. Like this is something I'm working through. So actually like I can't hang out today. I have to honor like these other things I have to do, but I'd love to have a phone call next week and then implement it in whatever way, but kind of like bringing people in on the journey. So they feel like maybe they're sharing that with you and That's less a great like, one. I think the the misconception about boundaries is like creating space in a way that is mean, mm-hmm. but it's actually like drawing a line so that you can love someone better because you're honoring your own needs. So I think yeah. in that same kind of like, vibe or perspective, bringing people into the process with you can be like a nice way to kind of like soften that transition. A hundred percent. And this podcast, The Well and Good episode did a really good job of explaining that and explaining the like the idea that no is not a bad word. 
and we're just conditioned. And it's a full sentence. <laughs> and it's a full sentence, but it's not a bad yeah. word. But yeah, I think that it's, it's, not, it's scary yeah. when like, I think, I think what I had said earlier of like, I'll let you know when it goes well is because I, I, I think that I've experienced boundary setting in terms of like, there needed to be a shift in the dynamic in the friendship because something was unhealthy in the friendship mm. on my end or both ends or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's always, mm-hmm. there's two, it takes two people to tango. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I handled it on my end, frankly, the best that I probably could have, which is the experience that like is most poignant in my brain. But I think that right now I'm going through trying to figure out that of what you're talking about of like, nothing needs to shift in the friendship. It's just like, I, right now I'm prioritizing X and I need to be Mm -hmm. prioritizing X. And it's not like I don't have time for you, but it's like, I just... I can't do everything. And that's something that I really took away from this podcast was like the concept that boundaries can actually create a clear sense Deeper of connections. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah. That boundaries yeah. can actually create a sense of clearer purpose. I'd never connected those dots and put it in that perspective. And it's funny because I recently had a conversation with one of mine and Meadows mutual friends and we were talking literally about that, about they asked me like, oh, you know, you're, you love networking. Like, how do you always like have energy, I guess, to like, like you are always getting lunch or whatever. And I'm like, honestly, I don't like, I network when I need to for, for work. But like, I was like, sometimes I take lunches with people and I take coffees with people and I say yes to people that I frankly don't want to not on anything on them just because like I, it's interrupting my work day or like it's interrupting my flow. And like, I just, I get, I know myself and I know that I get distracted really easily if like, same, especially when it comes to work stuff. And they were telling me basically the way that they, and I think I told you, like, you need to talk to them about it. Like the way that they have a really nice way of basically sharing with that person, like how to say no in a really respectful way that, like you said, kind of clues them in and is like, makes them feel included, but also just is so firm in their boundary that it's like, this person can't really get mad and they can't really feel shitty because it's not about them. And it never is. Boundaries are never usually about the other person. Yeah. Cause they like basically gave me a script. So I'm going to ask them and then I'll share it with you guys on the podcast. Okay. Cause it was That's really sick. fucking well done. Cause it, it is, it's so true. It's always about like your own personal journey and discovering what you need and what feels good for you and like what you require in order to be a functioning best human for life and other responsibilities. So it really is not about other people. No, it's really not. And that's just like, goes back, we've talked about it on here too. And it goes back to this concept of like, people that are just so fucking obsessed with being the main character. And like, we get it. We're all the main character of our own movie. Okay. But like, there's other people in the movie, babes. There are. And when we're so obsessed with this main character energy, like, it's just not about you. I actually have a friend who like, she was a uh, she was a new friend, and she really put that into my brain. Where like she was kind of like harsh in the way that she just spoke, and that was mm. just her personality. And she's from the beginning of our friendship was like, "I need you to not take things personally, because Ooh, just damn. know that like yeah. I am not like I am. I just I speak this way. I'm really clear. I have clear boundaries, and like, cool. Just don't take it personal. And if you're feeling yeah. like you're taking personal, you can talk to me about it, and then we'll like go from there. But like, sure, it's not about you. Cool. Like, not everything's about you. And I was like, and, oh. I, and ever since, have you been like, oh, this is how she is? Has it been like, do you, yeah. do you think if you didn't get that warning, it would have had you interpret things differently? Yeah. Really? Okay, cool. They're, they're hard. See? Beautiful example. Started well, the, from the, the podcast, beginning. Set the, the tone. Said where she said, we need to teach people what it looks like to be in a relationship with us. Yes. And that's oh, hit because my listen, gosh. Closed mouths don't get fed. A. Yep. And B. We need to stop assuming that people can read our minds because they sure can't. It's my biggest pet peeve. Not only, but then but this is my biggest pet peeve, Bill, because shadow work, it's what I used to do all the time in Unimpact and therapy. So now it's my biggest pet peeve. Not only do people like make assumptions on things and whatever, I, I, I can't stand when, if someone makes assumption about what something I'm feeling or doing that has made up a scenario in their head. But instead mm-hmm. of coming and asking me about it or double checking, you're now acting and operating and taking behaviors like that's fact. And that's truth. Oh mm-hmm. my God, does nothing grind mm-hmm. my gears more. You can't at least fucking check in. People make assumptions and then just go with yeah. them. You just go. And it could be anything. It could be like, oh, they're mad at me or like, oh, they, they, whatever. I don't know. But 
wow, ooh, does that hit? You have to teach people how to do it. You can't just assume and run. And it's like, you got to teach people how to love you. You got to teach people exactly what that means in terms of like communicate. I don't know. Every single fight I get in with Aaron, I'm like, our fights are so social working. We've talked about that already. It's fucking incredible and also infuriating sometimes. But it's everything comes back to me being like, I, I'm always trying to check myself. Okay, like, did I actually ever ask for this? Is it an expectation I have? Is this something that was miscommunicated? Like, you you have to be clear and have these check-ins. And sometimes you have them before. And sometimes, like, conversations get brought up. And sometimes they're after the fact, which is fine. But goddamn, check in, people. That That lesson has fucking slapped me across the face this year. Hard. When it comes to romantic relationships. Like, hard. In... Not with who you're thinking. Well, yes, with who you're thinking, but because, yes, again, remember we're <laughs> circling back to the beginning of this conversation. Things aren't mutually exclusive. They could have been a dick and like really disrespected me, but they could also, I could have also not communicated super clearly the second time around what my expectations were. Like, and I was kind of chickening out and like, I should have, I feel like I should have done it sooner because I think Mm -hmm. it would have caused me less hurt. So I think I, Mm -hmm. like, that's Mm -hmm. my protective self of being like, if I would have communicated my expectations and like, frankly, forced the conversation to happen sooner, Mm -hmm. it, I would have gotten less fucked over in the end, honestly. Which is literally exactly what we're saying about feeling your feelings. Yeah. Rather than distracting or pushing it off or not wanting to go through it, if you were like, whatever, I'm going to have a scary feeling, let me just no, lean I into it before, it the, the longer I wait. Yeah, exactly. Because I had made excuses it. about the type of personality that they are and like, oh, it's going to scare them away or, oh, it's going to, no, 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 I was denying myself what I needed mm-hmm. and look where I am now, <laughs> like not getting what I want and like upset. And that hit me in the face. And then with somebody else, it hit me in the face where they fucking called me out for it. Where like, listen, again, things aren't mutually exclusive. They could have also been gaslighting the shit out of me. I'm just trying to give you a clue of what I'm talking about. Okay. That, that did you, did clued you, me like, in a lot more. Okay, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So this one said to me, I basically got upset. This was months ago, but I got upset that like they weren't essentially like, I was like, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much. But basically the point is that like <laughs> that I got, I was not communicating what I wanted out of the situation very clearly. And they straight up were like, you have been acting this way with me. We're like, you're happy. You're smiley. When you see me, you greet me. Like, you're, like, you know what I mean? Like you're in such a good mood whenever we're together that like, where the fuck is this coming from? Like you mm. never clued me into the fact that I was mm-hmm. doing something to upset you mm-hmm. because you were just mm-hmm. acting mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And I How was, was like, I supposed to know? You're actually correct in that specific moment and that's how gabby got sent a butt plug <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly we love to be full circle here on thoughts by mary you know what i mean boundaries is truly one of my favorite things to talk about too because it's like like you're saying it could be like conversational boundaries it could mm-hmm. be time boundaries it could be work boundaries it could be like Dude, it applies to everything theme bound like it, it just really but you know what's interesting i will say in the same way that i feel like a lot of um, other mental health things become pop culture in a weird, like attachment styles, really. Like everyone was reading about, about attachment styles for a little bit and mm-hmm. kind of still are on they TikTok. Really and I'm like, it's really psych 101, babes. Like doesn't define everything. And it's kind of like the most boring part. At least pick Freud. So it has to do with sex. Like it's just boring. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. like people or the word trigger, how that got, it's so not what it means in the field versus how it is in pop culture or whatever. Right. I kind of wonder if boundaries are going to start doing the same thing where like people are like so mm-hmm. erecting their boundaries that they just it's become like very like- up narcissistic or like self-absorbent in the same main character energy way. It's always that balance that makes me nervous about like how to bring mental health to pop culture in a way that like, I guess it just goes back to us on social media expecting nuance more. Mm. Like why did people watch a 26 second TikTok of you and just act like assume I'm an idiot? Out of of an hour long conversation. You know what I mean? It's just like- Well, that's what we're choosing to do. If we could go on social media- but why? Why collectively can we not go in and be like, oh, two things exist at this? Like, I just really because feel people, like we're teaching because, that wrong. Yeah. And also it's just because people's attention spans are so short and people nuance 
creates confusion. Mm, and people like yeah. for shit to be black and white. Oh, we love gray. We love gray. But that's yeah. that's at least my, the way that I look at it is like yeah. nuance creates confusion. It's the same fucking thing of the thing that we talk about of like if they wanted to, they would. It's the same yeah. Yeah, yeah, goddamn yeah, yeah. narrative of it. you're confused. You're in a situation that you're confused and you need someone to point to an exact answer because yeah. living in the confusion is just too much for you. It's just too much. So you're taking- Gabby has listen, her stress ball, by the way. I, Sorry, I just saw that on video for anyone watching ball. video. <laughs> like, I have been One sweating this whole episode. I have been sweating this whole episode. <laughs> From start to finish, I've been sweating. Because I'm talking about my parents fleeing. Yeah. Now I'm talking about men I hate. Like, it's just, the whole, ugh, I saw I saw a meme the other day that was like, if he really wanted to, he would teleport just saying. Like, and the, it was a guy. He was I like, saw joking. that too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I posted it on TikTok Fridays. I think you posted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally that where it's just like people. And listen, I do the same thing. I search for answers and shit because it's easier. It's easier. Yeah. I get it. It's coping. But can we just all collectively agree that we're doing it to cope and like don't need to project it onto other people? And, and be act like, like it's truth? Yeah. Like, people need to be more fucking self-aware. This is a really in our feelings day. Can you tell? <laughs> we haven't recorded a solo in a while. We haven't. We had some stuff we had to get off our chest. I love our solos. God, me too. It's, it's, been, it's already been 50 minutes and I feel like I barely got into what I wanted to talk about. I had so much I wanted to unpack with you, but... Keep going, keep going, keep going. No, we ran, we ran the gamut on most of the high part. I, we could talk about this all day. I got to go feed my dog, you know? We sure we could. could. <laughs> Listen, you got, you got two bitches who love to hear themselves talk on a podcast. <laughs> that we can all agree on. That's what you signed Make up for, Make assumptions about that all day. Or jokes about it all day. Also, what's really funny to me is when people try to, like, like the, the same privileged Miami girly th- shit, mm-hmm. when people make just dumb comments like that, I'm like, you think I don't have an integrated shadow? You think anything you say could hurt me more than the things I've already said myself? Oh, yeah. Funny. Oh, that's funny. That's oh, that's so funny cute. You think that. That's so it's cute. It's so cute that you don't think that that's the little so girl in my head is a fucking cunt. <laughs> like, that's, that's adorable. Because she would tear you a new asshole. But instead, I'm just going to meditate and send you love and light. Later. I'm working on that. <laughs> Wait, have I talked about the Ho'oponopono prayer on here yet? I believe so, but talk about it again. Just quickly, because I did check in with Lena about it a little bit because I mm-hmm. hadn't actually spoken to any like native Hawaiian friend I had to kind of unpack it a little bit further because it's a lesson I got from this doctor in Hawaii. It's a whole big thing. Anyway, if you're ever feeling some type of way about someone, we'll unpack it at a later time when in more in depth, but a really fun exercise to do for like yourself or your shadow or just someone else is called the Ho'oponopono. And it's basically repeating four mantras to yourself over and over in meditation. And it's, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And basically, I, I think I, I brought it up after the shooting because I was trying to, I was telling a friend, like, you know, I'm feeling all the different feels, but I'm really trying to be compassionate. And I was like saying those things over and over. And they're like, who are you trying to be compassionate for? And I was like, no one and everyone and myself. Like Mm -hmm. when you sit, when I say those things, I picture like, we're all humans, we're all connected. So like any part of your shadow, I'm going to fucking feel too, because I have one too. And I get it. And I'm connected to you. So like anything in you that I don't like, I'm just going to send love and light and healing because I'm sure I didn't like it in me either. And guess what? Mm. It's a lot nicer to live on this side of things, baby. We're choosing the or over here. Feels a lot better. Oh yeah. Feels a lot better. By the way, it was my sister that was telling me that recently. That's why. Was it? Oh, I love Anna Lisa. Maria was so talking to her about it. Move here. <gasps> oh, I want to hear about her and Anna Maria. I don't think we ever got to talk about that. No. Um, uh, yeah, but that's where I heard that. Yeah, it's, it is a, you feel a lot lighter when you just send people love and light and just, let me tell you, I have been working on that because it's hard. It's, it's just sometimes <laughs> it's just so easier hard. To live, it's, it's such a process. It's easier to live in the anger. Yeah. It's, 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 because em- those neural pathways are formed a lot clearer. It's a lot easier to go down that road. And it's empower- using anger empowering. as a motivator works. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, It doesn't I, work for me, but it works for in general. Like I feel like a hot bitch when I'm mad at someone. Oh my God. If I'm mad, I'm just crying. Or if someone's mad at me, I'm deflated. It's so the opposite. It's not even funny. So that's why we are co-hosts because Gabby perfectly supports me. You talked about this on Sarah Shakui's episode. I am promoting the shit yeah. out of every episode we've had today. <laughs> you really are. Plug them all, baby. Um, well, I'm hungry. Love Sarah. Yeah, let's go.
That was great. That was great. I really got a lot. Of, I feel like we both got a lot off our chest. Me I too. feel better. Love Me and too. light. Sending love and light. We got all the bad feelings so out. So now we're just sending love and light. That's it, baby. I send you. And you know what? Also, for my angry girlies on here, yeah, we can send love and light. But when you tell someone I'll send you love and light, it comes off sometimes so fucking condescending. So you can really That's mean it. But you, can also, it. you can also get that zinger in. So don't just think that like love and light. Being a good oh, person. Big feelings, buddy. Sending big you love feelings, and light. Buddy. Big Oi. Feelings, buddy. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> we should respond your to your TikTok comments like that. All oh, big feelings, oh, big buddy. Feelings, do you want to come on the pod and unpack it? <laughs> like, thanks, boy boss. <laughs> thanks, boy boss. That was so cute. Look that at you. So Look at you talking boy about bossing. your feeling. Wow. Being condescending is funny. So yeah, don't <laughs> don't don't think that don't think that being a good person is boring. Because it's sure ain't. It's, oh no 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 no. We turn it into fun all day long, baby. Follow along, like and subscribe, ring the bell. Ring the bell. Do the things. Let us know who you want to see on the pod. Let us know who you want uh, us to talk oh, about. Oh, actually, please do. Yeah, we are we are always looking for more guest interviews, but also we we reach out to people that we think are really cool and interesting. But if you guys mm. think people are really cool and interesting that we don't maybe know about yet or aren't on our radar, let's put us on. Oh, also, we do Patreon-exclusive videos, some of which are exclusive, like Ask Me Anything Q&As. Mm-hmm. So sign up for our Patreon because there's some tea going there's to be some spilled. Tea. If you don't think I'm not going to be vlogging our entire Miami trip with me, Maddie, and Gabby and only putting it on Patreon, joke's yeah. on you. And I know there's questions that you guys want to ask, Meadow, that are very gossipy. They and are. You know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. So you can ask them and we'll maybe answer them on Patreon. Maybe. Maybe we'll talk about the butt plug. Make it good. All right. Ciao. <laughs> oh my God, you'll say his name. Their names. No, I sure won't. <laughs> Meadow, I sure won't. <laughs> I wish I could because, like, saying the last names of the last two are so funny back to back. I know. Because the first I three know, letters really are the same. it's hilarious. You can just go through my Instagram following. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to the Thoughts Mayberry podcast every Monday.